I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Today we're gonna to be talking about autoimmune diseases. Now this is an important topic because so many people have autoimmune diseases and don't realize it. We're gonna talk about some things that you might have that you never even knew were autoimmune diseases. So it's really important you tune into this because your immune system is the reason you're alive. We're gonna talk about autoimmune diseases and what you can do to deal with them. So let's start with the big question. Why the autoimmune, why the autoimmune system attacks itself? So autoimmune means the body is attacking itself. Now we as doctors don't know exactly what causes the body to have an autoimmune misfire. Some people are more likely to get autoimmune diseases than others. Sometimes it's genetic, sometimes people get it and there's no history in their family. So it's really a confusing thing, but there are certain things we can do to limit our risks of getting it. If we do have it, you've got to get it under control. Because if you don't, you open up the door to a lot of other problems. And this is where it becomes real serious. You think, well, I just have one thing. I have uh, Graves' disease. So I have Graves' disease, I had my thyroid removed, and now I'm perfectly fine. No, your body is still sensitive to having autoimmune reactions, and so you've got to be really careful about this. Now, according to a 2014 study, women get autoimmune diseases at a rate two to one compared to men, and I know this, I've been in practice for well over three decades, and I see a lot of women come in our offices with autoimmune diseases. Some autoimmune diseases are more common in certain ethnic groups. For example, lupus. Lupus affects more African-American and Hispanic people than Caucasians. Certain autoimmune diseases like multiple sclerosis and lupus, they run in families, but not every family will necessarily have the same disease, but they inherit a susceptibility to an autoimmune condition. And that's where I say too, you have a genetic predisposition to certain things. Doesn't mean you're gonna get it. It just means you have a genetic predisposition and you've gotta be careful. You gotta be more careful than somebody else. For example, cholesterol. I hear this a lot. Well, Dr. Joe, I have genetically high cholesterol. Now it's not an autoimmune disease cholesterol, but I'm giving an example here. How do you know it's uh, genetic, uh, genetic? Well, my father has it and my great un uncle has it. Well, that doesn't mean it's genetic. You just, uh, it just means that you have a, a condition in your family. People come in, well, I have arthritis. Dr. Joe, I have arthritis in my neck, it's hereditary. Well, osteoarthritis is not hereditary. Osteoarthritis is mechanical. That means bones are out of alignment rubbing up against each other. Now, rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease. That might have a genetic predisposition. So just because it's in your family doesn't mean you have a genetic predisposition to it. It could be that you were raised in the same lifestyle. I use the word familial. Well, if I ate a, a diet rich in alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, and I'm overweight, well, it doesn't mean it's genetic. It just means that I ate the same food my mother and father ate, and I have these same conditions. And so just be careful about throwing that word uh, uh, in inherited out there. Many times it's not. It's because you're raised in a certain environment, and that's what caused it all. Now, because the incidence of autoimmune diseases is rising, Researchers suspect environmental factors, even infections and exposure to chemicals or even solvents 
This, this might be involved in why we're seeing this rise in it. Now, I've been in practice a long time. There were things I didn't see 20 and 30 years ago that I see a lot of now. I hardly ever saw kidney failure when I first got in practice. Now I see kidney failure multiple times a week. And we're a team of chiropractors. We work with neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, digestive issues, nutritional issues. But patients end up in our office because other doctors get stumped. I have patients come in every single day. Dr. Joe, Dr. Tom told me to come see you because they don't know what else to do. They're stuck. So I understand that, and that's an issue. But what we got to do is try to find out why we're having this increase. And a lot of it, I believe, has to do with the Western diet, the typical standard American diet. If you took the first letters of that, the standard American diet, a sad diet. That's a big suspect in the risk factor for developing autoimmune disease. Eating the standard American diet, high fat, high sugar, highly processed foods is linked to inflammation. Now, inflammation is linked to every single disease known to man. You name a disease, inflammation is part of it. So one of the things we have to do when it comes to autoimmune diseases is control the amount of inflammation we have in our body. Inflammation can come from three places. Chemical, which is food, diet, environment. Physical, we have pinched nerves, bones out of place, muscle spasms, that cause inflammation. And then emotional. And every day, patients come in our office. I had one come in the other day. And he said, Dr. Joe, I'm having uh, male performance issues. I'm a CEO of a big two big companies. He says, I'm stressed out to the max. He's only like 45 years old, this guy. And you just sort of look in his eye. It was just like such fear and, and stress. And I said, OK, I, we can fix the chemical and we can fix the physical. I can't fix the emotional. I can't fix the fact you're dealing with as, as a CEO as a, a, with corporate and people. But if we can fix the first two, if we can fix the chemical and the physical, the emotional is a lot easier to deal with. And if we can control those two, which you can, if we can control those two, then you're able to limit the amount of inflammation you have and the amount of effect it's going to have on the immune system. So if you have inflammation, that can set off an autoimmune response. And again, chemical, physical, or emotional stress is where you're going to get that inflammatory reaction from. A 2015 study focused on another theory called the hygiene hypothesis. Now, if you've listened to my shows before, you know I've talked about this. And this is an interesting twist. Because what we've done in our society is we've become almost too clean. Things like vaccines and antiseptics. Children today aren't exposed to as many germs as we were in the past. I mean, I remember I'd come home from school, and what do you do? You come home from school, you put on your play clothes, you had your school clothes, your play clothes, your school shoes and your play shoes. You put them on and you'd go outside. And you'd play outside. And then the, you know, the street lights would come on, you'd come home, have dinner, and you'd go to bed and start the day over again. Well, what's happening now? We walked to school, we bicycled everywhere. Now kids are taking the bus and they're, they're, they have to have uh, hand sanitizers everywhere. They're not being exposed to as many germs as they were before. And the lack of exposure can make the immune system prone to overreact to harmless substances. Patients come in all the time, say, Dr. Joe, my kid caught a cold. I'm not sure that's such a bad thing. Because when you're exposed to viruses, germs, and bacteria, your body learns how to fight them off. Now, of course, you want to keep it in a controlled environment. You don't want to expose them to too much. And if they are sick, deal with it. But if you're not getting exposed to these things, and then suddenly something is introduced into your immune system, the immune system can go crazy. So this is the hygiene hypothesis. Even gardening. If you, if you like gardening, folks, I, I strongly advise you to start an organic garden. And get out there, and don't wear gloves, and get out there and dig in the dirt. Because when you're exposing yourself to the dirt, you're exposing yourself to uh, bacteria, that can get into the body and teach the body 
how to get healthy. So it's really important that you allow yourself a not too sterile environment because then when you are exposed to things, it becomes more of an issue. There's nearly 100 different autoimmune diseases. So some of the most common ones are, how about this one, type 1 diabetes. Years ago, when I learned about type 1 diabetes when I was in school, we just said it was type 1 diabetes and the body doesn't produce insulin. Okay, I got that. Now we're realizing it's an autoimmune disease. The pancreas produces a hormone called insulin, and that helps regulate blood sugar. Now, if you need more information on this, go to our website, drjoe.com, and we've actually done a show, several shows, and articles on diabetes. And we talk about type 1 and type 2 and what they are. So in type 1 diabetes, the immune system actually attacks and destroys the insulin-producing cells in the pancreas. Okay, it's called the beta cells, or the islets of Langerhorn. And so the body is attacking the pancreas, and so now the body doesn't produce insulin. So then in a type 1 diabetic case, you need to take outside sources of insulin. So again, I'm not against drugs and surgery. I'm just against unnecessary use of drugs and surgery. Now, one of our, one of our secretaries, uh, he's a type 1 diabetic, great athlete, semi-pro hockey player, type 1 diabetic, when he started working for us, had a horrible diet didn't take care of himself, wasn't getting chiropractic care, and he was taking about five, six, seven shots a day sometimes of insulin. Well, since he started working with us, he's getting chiropractic care, he's getting his immune system strong, he's eating right, he's taking supplements like Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, uh, Dr. Joe's Wellness Booster, which helps stabilize the immune system, vitamin D, which is huge, I'm gonna cover that later, for the immune system. He's down to two or three shots a day of insulin. He's reduced his insulin intake dramatically. Now, number one, that's great for him, Number two, he says, hey, Dr. Joe, I'm saving a ton of money. Insulin isn't cheap. He says, so I'm saving a ton of money. I'm feeling better. I have a lot more energy. He's gone on. He's, he's going to massage school now. He's really changed his life just by getting healthy. So when we talk about getting healthy, it's not just about, hey, I'm going to uh, feel better. His whole life turned around when he started taking care of himself. So uh, type 1 diabetes is an autoimmune disease. Rheumatoid arthritis, two types of arthritis. Osteo, we talked about that earlier, is the bones out of place rubbing up against each other. And then the body releases white blood cells, and the white blood cells attack the swelling that's in that joint. And those white blood cells are not site-specific, which means they go through the whole body. So you've got to be careful uh, with osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis always has a mechanical component, meaning bones are out of place. Chiropractic care is the absolute primary treatment for osteoarthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis, the immune system attacks the joint. This causes redness, it causes warmth, it causes stiffness in the joints. That's an autoimmune disease. That's why I gotta listen to the show and what to do about it. How about psoriasis, a psoriatic arthritis? Skin cells normally grow and then they shed when they're no longer needed. Psoriasis causes skin cells to multiply too quickly. So these extra cells build up and form an inflamed red patch. It's commonly like a, white, uh, a silver white scale of plaque on the skin. So if you have psoriasis, and I get this question eh, about eight, nine, 10 times a week from listeners, uh, and they say, doc, I have psoriasis, what do we do? You gotta fix the immune system. And we do that by taking care of the liver. So the liver, everything you eat, everything you drink, it's processed in the liver. So take care of your liver. Stop putting the junk in, stop stressing your liver, and in many cases, that clears up. The two things I want you to give up if you have an autoimmune condition, psoriasis or any of them. Number one, dairy. Dairy is the number one food allergen. It causes the body to have the biggest reaction. So you've got to cut out all your dairy. Not a little, all. The number two food I want you to cut out is wheat. Wheat has something to call gluten. Now, gluten is found in wheat, barley, and rye. Cut out the gluten. That there's different types of gluten, but this is the gluten we're talking about, wheat, barley, and rye. 
Cut that out. So here's my challenge to you. If you have an autoimmune disease, no wheat, no dairy, two weeks. Two weeks, come on, you can do that, 14 days. No dairy, no wheat. Let the immune system calm down. And in almost every case, we see dramatic improvement. Multiple sclerosis is another autoimmune disease. Multiple sclerosis damages what's called a myelin sheath. That's the protective coating that surrounds the nerve cells. And that's in your central nervous system. And that can, if you damage the myelin sheath, it slows down transmission speed of the messages between your brain and your spinal cord to and from the rest of the body. Now, I'm a chiropractor. This is what I base my life on, making sure the nervous system is working properly. And with multiple sclerosis, that sheath, the covering, it's kind of like a, a wire on a cable. You, you know, the wires that you plug into your house, all of them have plastic wires covering the electrical cord. And so if that, it's damaged, what do you do? Throw it away. Do not use damaged cords. And yet with multiple sclerosis, the cords are being damaged. So we want to make sure you're getting that right. And I always tell people with MS, you have to give up dairy products immediately. And I hear this every day. Well, my doctors never told me I need to give up dairy products. That's okay. Your doctors are not trained in nutrition like I am. And it's not their fault. I don't do surgery. If you need surgery, hey, Dr. Joe, I need surgery. I don't know how to do that. Go see a surgeon. But if somebody says, Dr. Joe, I need some nutritional advice or some neurological advice, that's where we come in. That's our specialty. And we have, I have eight doctors now, and we have uh, clinics in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb, and the Atlanta area. All my doctors are trained by me. So the quality of care you're going to get in any of our clinics is top-notch. Because they take care of me, they're going to give you the same quality care they're going to give me. So we want to make sure the nervous system is working, and not every doctor knows everything. I don't know everything. But that's why you come to us and we co-manage your case with your other doctors in many cases to get you well. So we're talking today about uh, autoimmune diseases. How about lupus? Doctors in the 1800s first described lupus as a skin disease because of a rash it produces. Uh, the systemic form, meaning it goes through the whole system, which is the most common, actually affects many organs, including the joints, the kidneys, the brain, the heart. How about another auto, uh, autoimmune disease? Inflammatory bowel disease. It's a term to describe conditions that cause inflammation of the lining of the intestinal wall. And I get this all the time. Dr. Joe, I have Crohn's, I have celiac, irritable bowel syndrome. Once again, you've got to stop irritating the immune system. Cut out the wheat, cut out the dairy. Number one and number two things you can do right now if you have any autoimmune disease. Okay? Addison's disease. Addison's disease affects the adrenal glands, one of my favorite glands in the body, the adrenal glands. They produce hor a hormone, uh, and, and they produce cortisol and aldosterone, and as well as uh, androgen hormones. These are the male hormones. They have, uh, if you have too little cortisol, that can affect the way your body uses and stores carbohydrates and sugar. And that's a problem, because deficiency in the men's hormones can lead to sodium loss and excess potassium in the bloodstream. And if you've heard our shows before, we talk about how the nervous system works. You have sodium and potassium inside and outside of the nerve, and they switch back and forth. And when they switch back and forth, they create something called an action potential. That's a nerve impulse. And if you throw off your sodium-potassium balance, you can't produce the proper action potentials. The nerves can't work. And so as a chiropractor and as any doctor, we want to make sure the nervous system is working at 100%. Other autoimmune disease, Graves' disease, we brushed on that earlier. That's when the immune system attacks the thyroid gland, and, uh, that, which is right here in the neck, and it produces too much of its own hormones. So the thyroid hormones control the body's energy uses, known as, usage known as metabolism. Having too much of these hormones rev, revs up your body's activities and causes symptoms like nervousness, very fast heartbeat, 
heat intolerance, and weight loss. So sometimes we can control that. We get you on a good diet, we get you on supplements, and sometimes we can get these things under control. If we can't, like with Graves' disease, the heart may be beating so fast, it, it runs the risk of going out of sync, and you could actually die. So in some cases, if you can't control the autoimmune disease, you may have to have the thyroid removed in Graves' disease. And then you get on medication for the rest of your life, which is okay if you need it. But try to fix it if you can without the medications, without the surgery. If you can't, absolutely positively do the surgery and take the medication. Now, I foresee, and this is me predicting now, this is just my opinion, is that in the future, when we have issues like Graves' disease and we have to remove an organ, stem cells are gonna come into play. And stem cells is the wave of the future. And we're gonna see things like stem cells or, or uh, plasma-rich protein, PRP, where we can, in, we can take stem cells, their immature cells, and put them in a certain area and regrow organs. It's already happening now, but I think we're gonna see that a lot more in the future. And as a chiropractor, as an orthopedist, I see a lot of people with joint issues, and we can inject uh, plasma-rich protein or stem cells into a joint and actually regenerate the joint. So I have a feeling, my prediction, that a lot of surgical centers that you see now, orthopedic surgical centers, are gonna go to wayside as stem cells become more and more popular because the stem cells are gonna allow your body to regenerate the joint. And so I'm, I'm excited for this. I think it's great because surgery, it's not necessarily the surgery that sometimes fails, it's going under anesthesia. It's uh, the scar tissue that forms after the surgery. I've seen a lot of failed low back surgery syndromes where people have the surgery, so the surgery is a total success. The surgeon did an excellent job but then scar tissue starts to form. And then they come into our chiropractic offices and we have to adjust them and try to manipulate and break up some of that scar tissue. And in many cases we get good results, but sometimes it, the damage is too far gone. So we want to avoid surgery at all costs is what I'm getting at. Uh, Sjogren's syndrome, this is a condition that attacks the glands that provide lubrication to the eyes and the mouth. A hallmark symptom of this uh, condition is dry eyes and dry mouth, but it can also affect the joints and the skin. Another autoimmune disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. This is what Hashimoto's thyroiditis, the thyroid hormones uh, production slow down uh, to the point of deficiency. Symptoms include things like weight gain, sensitivity to cold, fatigue, hair loss, uh, swelling of the thyroid called a goiter. So again, we're talking today about autoimmune diseases and what you can do about them. Myasthenia gravis, this is a real rough one. Myasthenia gravis affects the nerve impulses that help the brain control the muscles. When the communication from the nerves and the muscles is impaired, the signals can't direct the muscles to contract. And I've seen myasthenia gravis patients, and believe me, it kills me because they just can't control themselves, and it can affect your breathing, and you can actually suffocate to death. So again, you want to keep the immune system in check. And this is what drives me nuts, is patients will say, I was diagnosed with one of these autoimmune diseases that we're just discussing. We're just discussing a few of the top ones here. And my doctor said, well, we can put you on steroids to help suppress the immune system. Well, why don't we stop doing the things that's irritating the immune system? Now, again, if you need the steroids, take the steroids. But what else can we do to keep the body healthy? And that's never discussed. That's why this show is so important to you. For if you have the disease or not, you need to understand how the immune system works. Another uh, autoimmune disease, autoimmune vasculitis. Autoimmune vasculitis happens when the immune system attacks the blood vessels. Pernicious anemia. This is a condition with deficiency of protein made in the stomach lining called intrinsic factor that's needed in order for the small intestines to absorb B12. So it's really important, I see this a lot uh, when I see pernicious anemia. And if you're taking uh, acid reflux medications, we talk about acid reflux a lot. If you're taking acid reflux medications, it can shut down or slow down your production of intrinsic factor, which prevents you from absorbing B12. 
And so if you ever read the instructions on those acid reflux medications, they say only take it for about two weeks. How many people have taken acid reflux medications for more than two weeks? Everyone. I've known no one in my 36 years of practice that have ever followed the directions when it comes to acid reflux medications. And a very simple fix in most cases, we can adjust or pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm. And if we can do that, we fix the cause of the acid reflux, not just treat the symptoms. But if you're taking these acid reflux medications, read the fine print. Many of them prevent you from absorbing calcium, B12, iron, and magnesium. So then we have to make sure you're supplementing with these things, and then we want to get to the cause of the acid reflux, hopefully, so you don't have to take it anymore. Celiac disease, we talked about that with bowel issues. People with celiac can't eat certain foods containing what? Gluten. It's protein found in wheat, barley, and rye. When gluten is in the small intestine, the immune system attacks the, smart of the, the part of the gastrointestinal tract and causes inflammation. So your body sees the gluten, attacks it, and then it, it gets a little out of whack and starts attacking the, the intestine itself. So most of these autoimmune diseases, the body is attacking itself, we've got to calm down the immune system. And we do that by not irritating it. And the two foods, well, I'll say this again, wheat and dairy, you got to stop them right now. Then you got to build up the immune system too. Got to make sure the body's getting all the nutrients that it needs. The minimum, the minimum supplements you should be taking every day are Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. I take those as part of my supplement regimen every single day. I can't imagine not taking them every single day. They're two powders. They taste great. I mix it with coconut milk or almond milk. It's on the website, drjoe.com. But I couldn't imagine a day going by without taking at least that. Also, a lot of people are deficient in vitamin D. If we have time, we'll cover that later. You've got to get your vitamin D levels normal. So when you get your blood work done, make sure you check your vitamin D levels. We can do that in our offices. We can do something called a micronutrient test. And it's a blood work, and we can get the test done. And we can test to see if you are deficient in certain nutrients. We can test your vitamin D. And I'll tell you, it's the cheapest uh, insurance policy you'll ever buy taking vitamin D supplements. I take Dr. Joe's vitamin D supplements. Um, pennies a day, literally. I take 5,000 international units a day. It's five drops of our supplement. That's how easy it is. And that's so important for the immune system. And if somebody is sick, making sure that vitamin D level is normal is vital that you get that monitored. And I, I wish everyone just, just, just accepted the fact that vitamin D is so important. And when you do get a check, take the supplement. Vitamin D3, by the way, not vitamin D2. Vitamin D2 is the synthetic version of vitamin D3, and the D2 has to be converted into D3, and why not just take vitamin D3? It's less expensive and it's more effective, so I don't know why we even have vitamin D2. Autoimmune diseases, the symptoms. Early symptoms of many autoimmune diseases are very similar. How about fatigue, achy muscles, swelling and redness, low-grade fever, trouble concentrating, numbness and tingling in the hands and feet, hair loss, skin rashes. These are symptoms that if you have them, we might want to check your immune system. Individual diseases can also have their own unique symptoms. For example, type 1 diabetes, extreme thirst, weight loss, fatigue, irritable bowel syndrome, stomach ache, bloating, diarrhea. But with autoimmune diseases like psoriasis or rheumatoid arthritis, symptoms can come and go. Sometimes they're all the time, sometimes they're not. A period of uh, symptoms is called a flare-up. A period when the symptoms go away is called remission. So the bottom line is this. Symptoms like fatigue, muscle spasms, swelling, redness could be signs of an autoimmune disease. Symptoms might come and go over time. Tests that diagnose autoimmune uh, diseases are, uh, sometimes it's tough. There's no single test that can diagnose most autoimmune diseases. So your doctor will use a combination of tests and review your symptoms and a physical examination to diagnose you. 
There's something called an anti-nuclear antibody test, an ANA test. It's often one of the first tests that we doctors use when first sign of that we suspect autoimmune disease. A positive test means you may have one of these diseases, but it won't confirm exactly which one you have or if you have even one for sure. So what we do is we look at the body, we look at the, uh, somebody's diet, we look at their lifestyle, we look at the symptoms, and then we try to determine where are we on this. But if you're ready to get well, if you want to make an appointment to come see us, we're in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb, do it right on our website, drjoe.com. We want to naturally get you well and keep you well. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.